is your one-stop shop for just about everything. We carry many quality brand name products for seriously discounted prices. One of such great brands is the Medca brand, which you may now know because of the high quality of their products and by how much variety they have to offer. Medca has an extensive range of products, from health to household to toys. If you have a use for it, they make it. Search the Savings Mart on Google. OnlineThriftOutlet.com is an online marketplace for buying gently used fashion, art, jewelry, and antiques. Shoppers can buy name brand, fashion, art, jewelry, and antiques at low, low prices. We believe that quality does not have to be sacrificed because of price. There are many items that never need to be purchased new. We bring those items directly to you without leaving the comfort of your home. Shop in convenience knowing that you are saving dollars and gaining quality at the online thriftoutlet.com. Royal Destiny Salon and Spa, where you are royalty. Specializing in children's hair, natural, weaved, and relaxed hair. Looking for a professional stylist who cares not only about how good hair looks, but also how healthy it feels? 
then Royal Destiny Salon and Spa is the place for you. Royal Destiny Salon and Spa, located at 4936 Albemarle Road, Suite 14, Charlotte, North Carolina. Call today to schedule your appointment for a more beautiful you. 724-734-8043. That number again is 724-734-8043. All right, we're getting ready to talk with Mr. Donald Ray Mills and get into this week's life challenge. Hey, Don, how are you? Catherine, good afternoon. It is always a pleasure to hear your voice on a Wednesday afternoon at about 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Well, thank you. Thank you. And same here, always looking forward to what you're going to bring us and always wondering if what I thought the lesson was going to be about Am I going to be on target this week? I think I've gotten one out of like 10 so far. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm going to tell you the privy, and the privilege we have is to have a previous discussion, either the night before or the day of. And and I tell you, you actually increased my sensitivity as far as the information I am presenting. Because sometimes I just take for granted that everybody knows what I'm talking about, what I'm talking about. And you challenged me to be kind of more open and more explicit in helping everybody understand the difference between the philosophy and the application and the actual expectation. And that's where we're going today. And I'm excited about bringing bringing forth that information. All right. Well, let's get started. Well, Well, good afternoon, Life Challengers and friends. Certainly glad that you're with us today. As I normally would say, I'm hoping that you've had the opportunity to review the previous life challenges, but uh, at this particular time, you're gathered around, and we're ready to get this thing started. I do want to acknowledge Catherine. She is at Catherine Waddell. Uh, This needs to be said. 
it's important that you recognize the information and the opportunities that she provides to us on a weekly basis and to take advantage of those opportunities. She is the gatherer of information, and she makes that information available to us so that we can take advantage of it, thereby putting ourselves in a position to make better decisions. So thank you, Catherine, for doing that. And I will use that as a transition into the topic for today, and that is the application lesson two. But to talk about the application lesson two, I have to first reference the philosophy of life challenges. All of us started this off by talking about what it is that encourages us, what it is that inspires us, what it is that gives us more information and that motivates us to take some type of action. And what we realized is that it sounded good. I mean, it hyped us up. It got us ready for the next level. We felt good about it. And afterwards, for about 10 minutes, we remembered everything that was said. But then after about 10 minutes, our memories of what was said began to diminish. And the example that I used with Catherine earlier was that, you know, I'm, I'm a great supporter of the Jesse Jacksons of the world. I remember years ago in my youth when he would come to our community because of some type of incident that would happen, and he would have this community meeting, and everybody cheered, and everybody applauded. Everybody was hyped up. Everybody was ready to go. He got us good, good information. We knew specifically why we needed to do something. And then in the instant, he was gone. And then within two days, everything was back to normal. And years later, I tried to figure out what happened. I mean, what happened? Why did Jesse Jackson come to town, get us all hyped up, and then two days later, after he left the scene, everything went back to normal? Well, what I came to realize was pretty much an example of what I do with the philosophy of life. When I talk about repositioning yourself, when I talk about uh, celebrations, when I talk about mentorship or spirituality or the ministry or repositioning yourself or building bridges or the testimony, the deal breaker, the end game, when I talk about the introduction, right, it all sounds good. Guess what it does for you? It excites you. Guess what it does for you? As I said before, it inspires you. It encourages you. It gets you good information. And afterwards, you feel good about what was heard. But guess what, life challengers? Guess what? It did not require anything from you. It did not require anything from you. You, you didn't have to do anything. All you had to do was, be, was to listen. And as a result of listening, you were hyped. I mean, you felt good. And the feedback that I got informed me that, God, man, that was all right. What you said was needed to be heard. And you were right. It needed to be heard. But now we're making a transition. We're making a transition from what inspires and encourages and motivates. We're making a transition to your listening to your becoming action-oriented. We're moving from your thinking and feeling about something to your doing something about it. It requires a totally, a totally different mindset. It requires something so different that when I 
think of it, I remember my conversation with Catherine this morning, and I used the I used the 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 analogy of the new year when we have new year resolutions. And I remember around November, uh, certainly no later than the middle of December, I always think about how everything's going to be different the next year. I always have these New Year's resolutions, and I do it every year. And they last until about the middle of December, uh, the middle of January, sometimes the end of January. But after January, I forget about all of them. Because guess what? In November and December, I got excited because I had New Year's resolutions. In January and February, I realized that it required something from me. It required a commitment. It required work. It required that I stayed focused. It required that I I, I had to give up something. It required a sacrifice. It required that I had to follow through with something. And guess what inevitably happened every year? Every year, I came to the conclusion I was too busy. I came to the conclusion I didn't have time. I came to the conclusion I did not have adequate resources to devote to the project that I had committed myself to in November and December coming into the new year. I came up with every imaginable excuse for not doing what I said I was going to do to make a difference in my life. And then I was okay with that. I'm going to share something else with you because we have to have this conversation. We have to have this conversation. And I just want to make sure that I am sensitive to where you are, life challengers. I want to make sure I'm sensitive to this. Sometimes we don't follow through because of just where we are in regards to our self-esteem. Sometimes we actually do feel overwhelmed. Sometimes we question our ability to embrace a success identity, meaning that we are capable of getting something done. Sometimes some of us, for whatever reason, would never been or never allowed ourselves to be in a leadership position. In a leadership position, you assume responsibility. You assume accountability. Others become dependent on you. But no, this isn't this isn't that opportunity. This isn't the talk about the why something is not happening, but because I would like to think that if you're listening, if you're listening to this segment of the show, you've already accepted responsibility. You've already made the decision. You've already decided that maybe you could do something different than what you're doing in order to get a different result. Maybe you've decided that you can Not that you want to, but you can live a fuller and more satisfying life. And you have to understand there is a difference between I can and I would like to. If you're saying I can live a fuller and more satisfying life, then it's just a matter of you're putting some things in perspective and you're executing them. You're you're making it happen. If you're wondering whether or not you can actually do this, then... You need more time because it is going to require work from you. Critical, critical that I share that with you. But let's let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's move directly into the subject content of today. 
Last week's life challenges explained the difference between the philosophy and the application. The philosophy described exactly what we're thinking and feeling in regards to what we're doing. The application, as I stated, is expecting something from us, is expecting something from you. It raises the question, not what do you think or feel, but what are you going to do about it? You've already decided that something needs to change, something different needs to happen in your life. And now it's the time that you decide what it is, where it is. In the philosophy of life, you're looking at possibilities. You're making some assessments. You're evaluating where you are in your life domains. You've developed or you've identified some specific goals. Now, once you've decided upon what we call reality-based goals, and reality-based goals are those goals that you have a reasonable chance to achieve to be successful within a reasonable period of time. Now you're ready to decide whether or not you have the necessary resources to put those goals into action plans, and you can do that because now you know exactly what is necessary for you. Before we talked about what we would like to do, now we're doing it. In lesson one, we reviewed the basic concepts of life challengers. Guess what we said about the life challengers? We move from not being in effective control of our lives to becoming goal-driven, going with the flow as a follower to leading by setting the example, being irresponsible by blaming others for mistakes to being responsible and accountable and seeking solutions to problems. In lesson two, where we are today, we propose that the basic concepts of life challengers is divided between the philosophy and the application. Each person, each person must create, must create a supportive environment within where a life challenger can begin to make changes. We're embraced by a supportive environment. We have gotten our homework done. We have built bridges. We have developed relationships. We have networked. Now it's time to realize what is going to be necessary for us to take it to the next level. Some of the steps that, that we talk about in regards to being able to reposition ourselves is to specifically not only know what we want and what we need, but we still have to know how to go about getting it. We have to know where it is. We have to know where to start. We have to know what resources are necessary. And then we have to have some type of timeline. I mean, we just don't go out there and say we're going to do this. We go out there and say we're going to do this by this time. That way we can complete ongoing assessments to determine how we're doing. And what we come to realize is if we're attempting to achieve a specific goal and it's not happening, then, I mean, it's not that we're giving up. It's not that we're even giving up. We're just making some adjustments. Because we have to do something. We have to try to make some things happen in our lives that's going to put us in a position to live full and more satisfying lives. And it starts from our accepting the realization that sometimes, you know, in the best case scenarios, we don't always get it right. Sometimes we make mistakes. Sometimes we, 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 we prejudge 
And as a result, we misjudge. And it's not the end of the world. It's just that we go back and we get more information and we decide on a different course of action. But what I'm saying to you is that, I mean, we're imperfect. I mean, we're out here with every intent to do the right thing. I like to think that more than half the time we get it right. But the other 49% of the time, we have to reposition ourselves to make an adjustment. And I say to you, life challengers, that's okay. But we need to start off each day with a goal plan. And we need to end every day looking over our accomplishments for that day to determine whether or not we're on the right path, whether or not we're in the right area, whether or not we're on track. And and if for any reason we're not on track, then we engage in behaviors, in behaviors that's going to help us to get back on track. A lot of us get caught up in something that happened in our past. A lot of us get caught up in the yesterday. I challenge you, life challengers, let it go. I challenge you to acknowledge the yesterday as the stepping stones that you've learned from. They're your experiences that have made a mark. And as opposed to looking at what you could have, should have done, now they become your stepping stones that's going to become rungs on your ladder to help you achieve the successes specific to the goals that you have developed for yourself. I say to you, I say to you, this is what is going to be required of you. Now, another another uh, point of contention, I call it contention, when I sit in the classroom, I remember going through the introduction, and I referenced this to some degree. When I sit in the classroom, we did the name introductions. We talked about who we were, and we talked about our interests. And I'm telling you, I had a lot of fun. I thought that I, I mean, I thought this was going to be a, ba- a fantastic experience. But we laughed, and we played, and we had fun. And then on about the third day, the subject got real deep because it moved from the introduction. It moved from the philosophies of why we're in the classroom. It stopped talking about the benefits of being in the classroom, of graduating from school, of getting the certificate, of not talking while you're in class, why completing it moved from that to actually taking tests. It moved from that to actually having to study and preparation. It moved from that to realizing that there was course assignments that had to be completed. It moved from that to where the teacher uh, graded the test and you got feedback, and it wasn't always the feedback that you wanted. So what I'm saying to you is even as we attempt to put ourselves in a position to live fuller and more satisfying lives, right? we have to understand that when you're being hyped up, as far as I'm concerned, that's the fun piece of it. Now we're in the phase, which is the application phase, that is a lot more challenging. And then you say to yourself, you you have to ask yourself this question. And and, and I think about this, right? Some people, matter-of-factly, are okay exactly where they are. Some people don't want to try to position themselves to add value to anybody's life. Some folk 
don't think it's necessary to live a fuller and more satisfying life. And for all practical purposes, you know, everybody's on their own. But guess what? They're not tuned in to this conversation. Guess what? They're not in the audience, and they do not call themselves life challengers. I say to you, if you're tuned in, if you're listening, if you're part of the audience out there, if you're trying to make a difference, if you if you have goals in your life and you're trying to achieve those goals, then the information that I present to you is for you. And I say this to you. It's hard work. Right? There are no breaks. You, you have to stay focused. You have to get feedback from your peers and from others. You have to have some type of idea as to where you are in respect to the goal that you set for yourself. And then you have to put yourself in a position to get whatever information is necessary that's going to continue to encourage you, inspire you, and motivate you, and to uh, inform you. I mean, that's what it's all about. And I don't know how else to say it. I mean, it's a very difficult conversation, but this is where we are. Catherine, we talked about this. And we talked about how difficult a challenge it is to not becoming a life challenger because that's the easy part. I am a life challenger. It is accepting the role of a life challenger, staying on course, getting it done, so you can position yourself to add value to the life of everyone you come in contact with. I don't know, Catherine. What do you think? It does take work. It takes commitment. It takes accountability. It's saying it out loud, and it's kind of like you're, you're busted. Oh, yikes. Now i got to commit to this. So as long as I can skirt around it and you don't call me out and, you know, just if I could play um, the role of ignorance is bliss, then all is well in my world until it isn't. So uh, being a life challenger, it takes it takes work. You have to take control of your life, and you no longer can blame anyone else. It's all, it's all on you. And you're right. It's all, you, you said it best. It is all on you. And I can understand it that if you have some challenges, but that doesn't mean you have less responsibility. That may just mean you need more assistance. That may mean you need more information. That may mean you need to make sure that you have those bridges in place to encourage your network of support to be there for you when you cannot be there for yourself. And that's why we talked about, and, and I have to remind, I have to remind everybody, that's why we talked about the benefit of celebrations. I mean, now is the time we have everybody graduating from something. It's a perfect opportunity to lift them up and to celebrate the occasion. We talked about mentorship and setting the example. I mean, it reaps it reaps dividends. I mean, when you're there for folk, folk won't be there for you. We talked about spirituality, and enough can't be said. Enough can't be said because when you can't carry yourself, who's going to carry you? There's someone there to carry you. We talked about ministry. For me, this is my ministry. I ask you, what is your ministry? What are you doing daily, every day, to try and make a difference in somebody's life? And if you don't have a ministry, are you repositioning yourself? Are you discovering a minister? 
What is somebody going to remember about what you did to help somebody else? We talked about building bridges. The same thing as networking. Are you getting out in the community? Are you taking the time to get to know people, providing others the opportunity to get to know you so that there are shared resources? You can't do it all by yourself, and they certainly can't do it all by themselves. We talked about the testimony. We want to learn from you, and the only way we can learn from you is for you to tell us how you did it. Tell us about your trials and tribulations. Tell us about how you overcame adversity. Tell us about how you achieved success in your life. It makes a difference. We talked about the deal breaker. And we know that in every case scenario, something is subject to happen that wasn't expected, and it's going to have a negative impact on you. But it certainly can't throw you off course. It certainly can't uh, jeopardize your commitment to what it is that you want to do. You just have to make an adjustment. I say to you, prepare to make the adjustment. We talked about the income, the, the end game. You just graduated from college, just graduated from high school. What's next? For all of us, there's retirement. For all of us, there's a change in our schedule that results in our needing to move on to make the transition. Are you ready? We talked about the position statement. Periodically uh, on my Facebook page, I had the position statement. Stand for something. Don't fall for everything. And let folk know how you feel about it. And we talked about the introduction. And I gave you an example of, of my bio in the hopes that you would develop your own bio because it does require an introduction of you. Who are you? Why should we listen to you? How is it that you present information to us that's going to make a difference in our lives? We need your introduction. And I say that you position yourself so you can give one. Catherine, I don't know if I could have said it any other way than I just said it. And did I live up to what we talked about before our conversation today at 2 o'clock? Absolutely. You absolutely did. You absolutely so what you did was held a mirror in front of all of our faces. Take a look at you. It's on you. And for each person that may want to listen to you talk for entertainment, shame on them. This information is for you to take and to apply to yourself and to begin to work through your life challenges with a much better attitude than before because it's by no surprise that life happens to every one of us, and you're giving us those steps and a strategy, and you've made yourself available if for whatever reason we find ourselves stuck. And listen, Don, I know you talked about this, you touched on this, and, you know, I just can't move past this. I'm stuck. So, I mean, you've made yourself available. You're educating us. So if we're not taking notes, if we're not applying application, if we're not applying what you're giving us, shame on us. So uh, very well, very well put. Elephant ex- the elephant has been exposed, um, and I'm excited to see, you know, what people will say about how they've gone away from our conversations, taken what you've offered, and applied it to their lives and how it's helped them. But let's do this, Don. before I let you go. Let's take a short break, and I want to give people an opportunity to press 1 if you're already on the line and to call in to make a comment or ask a question of Don because we are – like 14 lessons in by this point. So the number is 347-994-3320, 347-994-3320. Don, we're going to take a short break.
get $30 free in two easy steps through the best online prepaid debit card promotion from MISBO Promotions, a BBB-accredited business and the NetSpend prepaid debit card company. Offer only valid to first-time NetSpend account holders. Visit Get30Free.com. That's G-E-T-3-0-F-R-E-E.com. Get30Free.com. Looking for uniquely unusual merchandise with a side of fun? At ShopMagoos.com, we've been selling online since 1998. We sell items you won't find in most major retail stores. We add new items frequently to keep it fresh, and we offer same-day shipping. You can shop our store on eBay, Amazon, and 11main.com, or head to ShopMagoos.com. S-H-O-P-M-A-G-O-O-S.com. Like us on Facebook. Search Magoo's General Store. Join the fun. Would you like to have instant control of your retirement fund? Perhaps buy real estate, make loans, or buy precious metals and hold them at home, all with your IRA. Well, Checkbook IRA is the answer. With clients in 50 states and 31 countries, they have been helping investors take control of their retirement accounts by creating an LLC that is owned by your IRA and naming you the manager. You will have instant access from your local bank account, armed with the authority to invest and sign all the necessary documents, you'll have the freedom to take advantage of investments you're interested in, not just what your current custodian offers. Check them out at checkbookira.com. Checkbookira.com. Onlinethriftoutlet.com is an online marketplace for buying gently used fashion, art, jewelry, and antiques. Shoppers can buy name brand, fashion, art, jewelry, and antiques at low, low prices. We believe that quality does not have to be sacrificed because of price. There are many items that never need to be purchased new. We bring those items directly to you without leaving the comfort of your home. Shop in convenience knowing that you are saving dollars and gaining quality at the online thriftoutlet.com. The Savings Mart is your one-stop shop for just about everything. We carry many quality brand name products for seriously discounted prices. One of such great brands is the Medca brand, which you may now know because of the high quality of their products and by how much variety they have to offer. Medca has an extensive range of products, from health to household to toys. If you have a use for it, they make it. Search The Savings Mart on Google. Thank you so much for staying tuned to This Needs to be Said as we talk with Don Mills about the application, Lesson 2. All of the things that you've shared with us, Don, we can apply to our lives, and we're moving up to that process and really challenging people to take action. So if anyone wants to make a comment or ask a question of Don, now is the time to call in and to press 1 if you're already on the line. The number to call is 347-994-3320 and press 1 if you're already on the line and want to make a comment. And I know that people are listening um, and then maybe they're they're not quite ready yet. Uh, maybe they think we've heard their voice too much, but we haven't. We can never hear your voice too much. But, Don, I want to tell you that I've learned so much spending this time with you and developing this concept because 
yes, I help you bring your information to the radio show, but then you're bringing content that I had no idea about before. And I, it, it excites me, and it, and it excites me to when we have our in-person classes, and I need to let people know that the next one is coming up too, but when we have our in-person classes and the breakthroughs that people have during those sessions, mm-hmm. and it happens almost by surprise because it's so conversational, and by the time we leave, it's like, wait a minute, I've got a ton of stuff, and Don didn't chastise me, he didn't make me feel bad about the choices I've made in the past, and I'm able to move forward, and I feel encouraged. So I want to thank you for that style. I don't know how you came up with that, but I, I love it. Well, well, Catherine, I, I want to thank you, and, and we have not had this conversation, but I want you to know this about me. I take this very personally. Uh, I, I've been a single parent. Uh, I raised my children, but I, I did so on the backs of those people who extended themselves to me, friends, relatives, sometimes people I did not even know. They encouraged me. They inspired me. Sometimes they babysat. Sometimes they gave me information or made a referral to access some additional resources. Uh, uh, I, I retired from a job that I did not get on my own merit. Uh, the, I, I was I was. I was befriended and referred. I was given excellent character references. Uh, I was given support throughout my, my tenure as a mental health professional, and, and I, I, I owe something to them. Uh, you know, I'm thankful of God specifically because when I send, sent a message up, I sent a prayer up for wisdom. I sent a prayer up to put words in my mouth that could possibly make a difference in somebody's life. And throughout my years, I think he has helped me string words together that came out. And when they came out, they motivated, they inspired, they encouraged. And I'm, I'm thankful for that. I have a greater challenge now, Catherine, and I'll be short. My greater challenge is, as a retiree, I want to spend the rest of my life helping others. I want to spend the rest of my life making a difference. But I only have words. I have nothing but words. The only thing I can do is share information, and I'm prayerful that somebody is going to get enough information from me that they're going to be able to apply it in such a way that it will help them to live a fuller, more satisfying life, thereby embracing the domino effect, helping others to live fuller and more satisfying lives. So I challenge you, life challengers, if you've got information from me that you deem to be helpful, please, please, please pass it on. Now, Catherine, here's your charge. Beginning okay. year 2016, I plan to get out in the communities. I plan to offer workshops. I plan to offer seminars. I plan to go on uh, uh, speaking engagements. I plan to do a little bit of teaching. But guess what? I want you right there beside me in helping me to develop the opportunities to do this and realizing, realizing the greater benefit from just being out there in the masses trying to make a difference. I challenge you to help me on that accord, Catherine, and I'm going to hold you to it. <laughs> so I guess I silently agreed. But I can do that. I absolutely can do that. I can do that. I'm excited <laughs> about that. But being on radio is one thing, but when you're out in the community, when you're out in the community, it's a whole different uh, situation. 
And I think we can make a difference. I think people feel more comfortable to ask those questions. I think we can leave some literature with people. I think we can make ourselves available so they can make that telephone call and get more information and realize what resources are available for them. I believe it can happen. And I believe if we get it right one person at a time, the community mindset will change. And we will stop remaining victims of ourselves. Did you hear that? Remaining victims of ourselves. All right. Well, I agree with you, and I'm up for the challenge. Great, great, great. Well, let me end on this note, please. Life challengers. Are you committed to making different decisions to get different results? Are we committed to accepting new roles of leadership? Are we responsible and accountable for our actions? To move forward, these questions must be answered. Listen to me, Life Challengers. These questions must be answered. If your answer is no to any of them, then I am sorry, but you are not ready. If you are ready, stand up to the challenge. Accept it. Become action-oriented. And when you're action-oriented, it's not no longer all about the hype. It's about getting the work in. I'm Don Mills. I can be reached at 704-502-6555. I'm on Facebook at Donna Ray Mills. Get connected. Become involved. Get more information. I'm always accessible, and I'm always available to new friends. Catherine, thank you, thank you, thank you very much for this opportunity, and I look forward to our having a similar conversation a week from now. And don't forget about the in-person class on July the 13th, and Catherine will give you more information about that. All right. Thank you, Don, so much, and we'll see you all next week. Yes, ma'am. Bye-bye. Our next in-person meeting with Don is on July 13th at 6 p.m. until 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you are in the Charlotte, North Carolina area, you're going to see out on our website, this needs to be said.com, where you can register for that class. Space will be limited, so you want to get there. All classes are always free to attend. So you don't want to miss that opportunity to just hang out with him and have the conversations that we have on air, but this time you're having them with him, okay? So July 13th, save the date. There will never be a point in your time in your life where it's the right time to do a great thing. If you're waiting for that perfect, perfect moment, that perfect timing, it's not going to happen. You know what you have to do? You have to create the perfect time and the perfect opportunity and the perfect situation. That a lot of people become comfortable. They stop growing. They stop wanting anything. They, They become satisfied. People getting ready to go to jobs that they don't like. Jobs that are making them sick. You see, when you're not pursuing your goal, you are literally committing spiritual suicide. When you have some goal out here that you're stretching for and reaching for, that takes you out of your comfort zone, you'll find out some talents and abilities you have 
that you didn't know you have. When the messenger of misery visits you, what are you going to do? What will keep you in the game? There are things that you think you'll never need to know that you may only need to know one time in your life, but that could save your life because you had that knowledge. Unless you attempt to do something beyond that which you've already mastered, you will never grow. What is it that you looked at at some point in time and you decided that you couldn't do it, that you talked yourself out of it? You're waiting on your next door neighbor to make it happen for you, it may not happen. If you're waiting on your mother or your father, they may be so ancient in their thinking that they don't understand this opportunity that you have. And if you're waiting on them, it may never get done. You don't beg average people to be phenomenal. You don't beg good people to be phenomenal. You just are phenomenal and you will attract phenomenal. What reason can you remember that you can call on, that you can reach on, that can make you get back up? Find that reason. If you're not where you are, if you're not where you want to be, if you don't have what you want, want to have, if you're not where you think you should be at this particular place, it has nothing to do with the system, but it has everything to do with the fact that you're not making the sacrifice. I want you to make that dream become a reality because if you don't, you will be working for somebody else to make their dreams become a reality. Everybody is against you or don't believe in you no more. And let me tell you something, that's a lonely feeling. It's a lonely feeling, particularly people that you're doing it for. Most people take their greatness, take their ideas to the graveyard with them. Listen to me, if it was easy, everybody would do it. There are people right now who are working who don't want to work. There are people who hate their jobs and they keep getting up to do it. The wealthiest place on the planet is the graveyard. Because in the graveyard we will find inventions that we never ever were exposed to. Ideas, dreams that never became reality. Hopes and aspirations that were never acted upon. The question is what are you going to do with your time? What drives you? Greatness is a lot of small things done well. Day after day. Workout after workout, obedience after obedience, day after day. When things don't work out for you, when things happen that you could not anticipate, what are the reasons that you can think of that can keep you strong? You will never ever be successful until you turn your pain into greatness, until you allow your pain to push you from where you are to push you to where you need to be. Stop running from your pain and embrace your pain. Your pain is going to be a part of your pride, a part of your product. I, I challenge you to push yourself. See, it's easy to be on the bottom. It doesn't take any effort to be a loser. It doesn't take any motivation, any drive in order to stay down there on a low level. But it calls on everything in you. You have to harness your will to say, I'm going to challenge myself. I mean that what you did last week don't count. Today, today is the only important day. There are 86,400 seconds in a day, and how you use those are critical. You got 86,400 today, and what you do today is going to see me who you are. Nobody's going to talk about what you did last week. That the biggest enemy you have to deal with is yourself. There's an old African proverb that says, if there's no enemy within, the enemy outside can do us no harm.
you have this opportunity of a lifetime. It means absolutely nothing if you don't take advantage of it in the lifetime of this opportunity. I got a saying that when life knocks you down, try and land on your back because if you can look up, you can get up. If you want a thing bad enough to go out and fight for, to work day and night for, to give up your time, your peace, and your sleep if all that you dream and scheme is about it, and life seems useless and worthless without it, it's time now. If you want to make this your decade, you've got to start saying yes to your life. You've got to start saying yes to your dreams, yes to your unfolding future, yes to your potential, as opposed to saying no. When you die, die on eat. Leave no dream left behind, God. Leave no opportunity left behind. When you leave this earth, accomplish every single thing you can accomplish. Listen to me. You're going to be here one day, but you'll never get here if you give up, if you give in, if you quit. And finally, guys, you got to want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe. Karen Marlar, and this is your daily dose of weird news. Well, Jeb Bush formally entered the presidential race yesterday. During his speech, he said, and I want to thank my brother George and his sidekick Cheney for making things a thousand times harder for me. Emile Nodell bought a chest at an estate sale for $100, but inside, he discovered something much more valuable. According to ABC News, as he was moving the chest to his vehicle, he discovered a hidden drawer in the bottom. Nadell says it was full of rings, diamonds, gold, and all kinds of other items. That's when Nadell says his sense of right and wrong kicked in. He said, I didn't buy those things. If I kept them, I would never feel right about it. Instead, Nadell returned the chest and all the items inside to the original owner. My wife and I, we were talking about this, and I said, wow, you know what? That is awesome. What a great guy. My wife... Uh, she responded, he's an idiot! A New York man who went to a fortune teller for help with a romantic problem says the woman scammed him out of more than $700,000. Manhattan psychic Priscilla Del Moro and another person are now charged with grand larceny. The 32-year-old Brooklyn man says Del Moro told him that evil spirits were keeping him from a woman that he claimed to love but did not share his feelings. The alleged victim says the psychic told him that he and the woman, Michelle, were twin flames being kept apart by negativity. Del Maro supposedly told him spirits talked to her, so he made multiple payments to her over 20 months. Well, Michelle's definitely not going to want you now that you're broke, pal. A burglar accused of ransacking homes in China while wearing what he called his lucky jacket was caught during a police stakeout. Hey, guess whose jacket isn't lucky? A Pennsylvania woman who just turned 100 years old gives credit for her longevity to drinking a can of beer every day. Did you ever notice how really old people think that whatever they enjoy doing, that's the reason that they've lived so long? Yeah, I made it to 100 because uh, uh, not a day goes by that I don't pass gas and complain about the government. Yeah, that's what kept me alive. A new survey shows one in three people would rather lose a finger than their broadband connection. But not their thumb, though. I mean, they need that for the remote control. 
senior citizens in one retirement home now have the option of taking an exercise class that is taught by a 22-inch humanoid robot. After a couple of years of Obamacare, he'll probably be their doctor. Back to work. Back to work. Everybody. Work, 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 work. Work, work. A Pennsylvania man is accused of using his 9-year-old daughter as a ploy to collect money for Girl Scout cookies that he never ordered or delivered. Cody Patrick Wiley and his daughter allegedly took door-to-door cookie orders from as many as 100 people in his own neighborhood. Man, you know, you'd think somebody would have called the cops when they opened the door to find a full-grown man on their doorstep wearing a Girl Scout uniform. That's your Daily Dose of Weird News. I'm Darren Marlar. Get more weird news at DailyDoseOfWeirdNews.com. Thank you so much for staying tuned to This Needs to Be Said as we get towards the end of our show. I want to talk to you, and this is Catherine Waddell, your host of This Needs to Be Said. I want to talk to you about the elephant in your business. We've talked about it a little bit last week, and the blog post has gone up, so you can go out and read this post out on the This Needs to Be Said blog site. ThisNeedsToBeSaid.com, you'll go under Ask Catherine. That'll be the category, and you'll see our blog post there. So let's think about your business. Your business is like your baby, and to have someone talking about your baby could rub you the wrong way. So as we think about how upsetting it could be for someone to talk about your baby, we get all emotional about that. And when this happens, and it will, you can roll your eyes and swear never to tell another soul about your business, or you can take it with a grain of salt. When someone talks about your business, consider the source. This can be valuable to you in a couple of ways. For instance, if this person has not owned a business, do not invest your bad attitude into much of what they have to say. However, keep an ear half open because you might find some gems accidentally being offered to you that you can use later. On the other hand, you you have to recognize what information is worth taking in. This comes with maturity in business. So as you grow, you'll learn what can be used and what cannot. Sometimes people are giving you advice, oh, if I were you, I would do this and I would do that. Well, they're just talking off the top of their head, but some ideas just come out of randomness. You're like, you know what, I could use that. Not necessarily that you're taking their advice because they're not necessarily solid in what they're saying. They're just spouting some stuff off because whatever you're doing now, they think isn't working. They may accidentally give you something that will work later. Okay, and then for your people who have owned a business, um, keep an ear and a half open to them because there's still some information that you will need to leave out of your head. They've been in business for some time, and they've been doing things a certain way, and you may be fairly new to it or fairly new to the information that they're giving you. So, again, you're, you're trying to choose what to keep and what not to keep, okay, but we're still talking about your business, the baby. People are talking about my baby. They're talking about my business. They don't like what I'm doing. Well, consider the source again, okay? You really have to, like, stop yourself and say, okay, is this person in the same boat I'm in? And if they're they're in the same type of boat that I'm in, how long have they been doing this? Because, you know, sometimes people are set in their ways in the way we've always done it, and then you got some people that's freshly freshly new to uh, the business world, and they're telling you what, you know, what just hit the market. This is the new trend. So you have to find that space that you're going to – manage yourself so that you can grow your business. I get too emotional, 
but not be too numb to people giving you some input because you're getting input and feedback and pulling and tugging all the way around, so you're holding on to your business as baby. And you want everybody to love it. You want everybody to think it's cute. You want everybody to need it. You, you do, but that's not the truth. And as you grow in your business and people are going to keep talking about your baby, you determine, okay, i got to get some thicker skin. People are going to talk. I'm going to hear some things that I like. I'm going to hear some things that I don't like. And what do I do about that? Sometimes you do nothing and you just keep moving. Sometimes you take it with a grain of salt. Like if a customer gives the feedback and say you're in food service, well, you know, I would like for my food to be cooked a little longer. And even though you might say, well, the recipe only calls for me to cook it this amount of time, but I keep having customers come in wanting me to cook it this amount of time, what would it hurt to try it? As long as you're not cooking it too raw and making people sick, what is it, what's a little longer? What's it going to hurt if you're getting multiple requests? You may have one or two people, and that may be a special order, but if you have a lot of people, maybe that's a way to help you improve your baby. If you're doing resumes or you're doing some writing for people and they say, I really like your style, however, you know, there's a couple of things that I would like for you to pay attention to. If it's your style and they don't fully embrace it, maybe that's something to think about. Or are they helping you to improve your writing? If you're an author, your audience is telling you what they love about what you write or what they don't like about what you write, okay? So when you're thinking about your business as your baby, you want to take care of it. You want to make sure that baby has on the right walking shoes. You want to make sure that baby has on the right pampers that doesn't give it a rash. And you take advice from all sorts of people, old moms, new moms, dads, doctors, people at the bus stop that you don't know. You're getting input from all people about, hold that baby head up. Oh, man, make sure you have your hand on his back. Oh, make sure they're wrapped up when it's 100 degrees outside. So you get all this advice about your baby. And some you take and some you don't. Some you may appear to take because you just want that person to shut up, but you really go back to doing what you were originally doing. So I liken it as I talk to mothers who have small people, and someone has given you some advice. Make sure you warm that bottle up on the stove. Make sure you put it in the microwave. It's better to breastfeed. Man, this company has this best formula. You have so much input. The same thing happens with your business. You have so much input. Well, when I started my business, we did it this way. And when I started my business, I had this amount in the bank account, and I never failed. You're going to get all kinds of feedback that's going to make you nervous and uncomfortable along the way. But you determine what information do I take in and what information do I leave out. The elephant in your business is how you run it. And what do you take in from what people say if you take in anything? I want to say thank you so much for being a part of This Needs to Be Said. And head on out to thisneedstobesaid.com so that you can see this week's blog post about the elephant in your business. Leave comments and let us know your thoughts. And also ask questions so that we can help you through any of the elephants in your business. We're here to help. In order for your dream to happen, you have to make it happen. Talking.
never gave your heart away. They say it's a thin line between love and hate. This is God word, boo. All you need is faith. All you gotta say is coach, put me in the game. I can see it in your eyes, you still a little surprised. Futuristic ballin' like we doing this here before our time. Sky hook on them like my name Jabbar. Know you winning when you with a star. Yeah.
hate you though, oh well Need me a Noel Usually isn't gonna go well Oh well, the ex should've been the symbol well But you were gonna end up up below hell, below hell It's your L, isn't it so swell? You can fidget twist and you can go yell There is no tell, no wait, I won't dwell Oh wait, I'll go now And leave you with the person named yourself And hope fell, E, you see your hope fell Cause in this fantasy, there will be no hell No hell Regardless of what they might do, even despite who they can try to hold me, me. they think that they can hold me, me. but they will never get to hold me. me. Down, 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 hold me, me. they think that they can hold me, me. but I will never let you hold me. Under. Within the coffin, I was locked up in the slumber. All it took was one clap of the thunder. Then it just thundered. Who would have wondered? I chose my only option. I broke right out the coffin. What good's a memory if those within it are forgotten? I peeked my eyes around for people watching. The coast was clear, so I just ripped the yellow tape with caution. I threw it all into where I get fallen. Continue walking, cause even the electric fences weren't shocking. Didn't plan on stopping, I was hopping right through. Even despite who they can try to hold me, they think that they can hold me, but they will never get to hold me. That they can hold me, but I will never let you hold me.
soul sister In this beautiful struggle Trying to bring life to your vision See I know this world is vicious But you strong Taking care of business and your home Say cut this song Cause it's your song See I know he did you wrong You passed that Cause you grown Holding it down on your own And solid as an earth stone even when your back's against that wall, your instinct takes over, so you can conquer all. And I have nothing but respect for your elegant intellect. Don't let this world get you down. Get that weight up off your chest, because when you stay prayed up, blessings come down. Carry yourself just like a queen, then kings will come around. Infatuated with her aura, can't do nothing but adore her. So there's no reason why we shouldn't break our backs for So put your ones up for sisters' elevation. Cause if God made us, let's take care of God's face. Ain't no Can you matter what she faced, never gives up. She holds it down, works all day and night. If she's gotta come what may, and she'll say. It makes her strong, 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 that much stronger. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, my sister. Beautiful soul sister, manifesting inspiration when my spirit needs that lift up. I know this well is vicious, but you strong. I have feelings that lie way deeper than digging the love zones. It's something about your vibe that should be treasured. Her soul side lives in her message. Her presence is my pleasure. I know her past was aggressive. It left her in question. Where will all that stress in? So she can receive that blessing. But overall, my queen walks tall. Her love's out of this world, like solar system stars. I want to be where you are, no Michael. To be that man of faith that puts her into all your bad cycles. Infatuated with her aura, can't do nothing but adore her. So there's no reason why we shouldn't break our backs for her. So put your ones up for sister's elevation. Because if God made us, let's take care of God's things. Can you see she faced, never gives up, she holds it down, works all day and night, if she's gotta come what may, and she'll say, it makes her strong, 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 that much stronger, hey, yeah, 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 my sister, beautiful soul sister, hey, yeah, yeah, for my sister, so Put your ones up in the air put for my sister. You know you're strong. You know you're strong. Say put your ones up in the air for my sister. You know you're strong. Put your ones up in the air for my sister. You know you're strong. Say put your ones up in the air for my sister. Get you down, get that weight up off your chest.
thank you for joining us today. We hope you've gained something from what has been shared. Special thanks to the creators of the TNTBS jingle. It was written by Lamont Champ Josie and composed by Robert Jenkins. Thank you to everyone who supports us by downloading the phone app at thisneedstobesaid.com, by commenting on the TNTBS talk show fan page on Facebook, by retweeting us on Twitter at TNTBS, by also sharing this show with your friends. Thank you for logging in through your computer, as well as calling in to listen on the phone lines. Now go out and tell more people about this great show. If you thought the show sucked, tell them anyway. Bad news travels fast is what I'm told. Either way, tell them to tune in each weekday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're always looking for new guest commentators, awesome topics, and most of all, we want your opinion. Visit us at www.thisneedstobesaid.com. We'd love to hear from you. There's an elephant in the room. You were thinking it, so we're going to talk about it. Until we meet again in the same place at the same time, have a super day.